Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to learn more about an article he wrote this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, Sarah. So your column this week wasn't very cheerful. No, I'm sorry about that. It was uh, writing about the growing resistance to drugs that's being shown by many diseases, and that's not much fun. But it is important, sort of like climate change. So you attended a conference on antibiotic resistance last week. But before you go into the details, what is antibiotic resistance and how does it come to be? Sure. Um, I'll use dragons as an example because dragons are fun. Okay, let's say, so you've got a village that's overrun with dragons and you hire a bunch of knights to come in and kill all the dragons. And they do that. Except there's one couple, a male and female dragon, that are really good at hiding from the knights. They're not very good at anything else, so they haven't been doing very well when all the other dragons are there. But they're able to hide from the knights. The knights kill all the other dragons, and now this one couple of dragons that was able to hide has no more competition from other dragons. So they start producing lots of babies, and all the babies, they inherit the ability to hide from knights. And so eventually you end up with a village that once again is overrun by dragons, but this time when you bring the knights back, they don't do anything because they can't find the dragons because they're all really good at hiding. That is antibiotic resistance. If you use antibiotics incorrectly, we overuse them, use them at the wrong times, use them too much. You kill off almost all the bacteria, disease-causing bacteria, except for a few that are resistant because of, you know, random mutations. Those resistant bacteria have been not, manip uh, not reproducing a whole lot because they've had to compete with all the other bacteria, but your antibiotics have taken away all the competition. And then, next thing you know is these resistant bacteria reproduce and suddenly you've got the disease again, but this time antibiotics won't solve it. That, in a nutshell, is antibiotic resistance. And that was the focus of this conference? Um, yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, the conference was a whole bunch of medical professionals. So this is, this is something the medical field in particular has, has known for a while, because obviously they're kind of on the front lines of it. Um, they use a lot of antibiotics and uh, they've seen if you don't use them right, problems arise. So this was the second year that New Hampshire's had this conference. There's a, it's a sort of a multifaceted group, including the State Department of Health and hospitals. And, but what was interesting about it is that it's not just, uh, not just hospitals, it wasn't just doctors, it was doctors and nurses and pharmacists, veterinarians, uh, lab technicians, uh, a, a really a wide swath of the medical field that normally doesn't really talk to each other much, or in some ways don't. Well, they all got in the same room because this is a problem that affects all of them and that all of them will have to work on together. And what are some things that you and I can do to help? Uh, so the, the problem is caused by too much antibiotics at the wrong time and for the wrong reasons. Um, antibiotics are awesome. They are, um, I mean, I'm old enough that I remember they were still called the miracle drugs. They really, you know, they only started really coming widespread in the 50s and 60s. And there were many, many, many diseases that were wild and endangered, killed thousands of people every year in the United States that antibiotics basically made them go away. And so people said, great, let's start using antibiotics all the time. And it became, and that, that became the default. Uh, there's some other things that have happened is that, uh, so agriculture, for example, found that if you give low doses of antibiotics at all times to a number of domestic species, they grow faster. So you make more money, people get their food, our food is cheaper, which is awesome. But as a result, there's massive amounts of antibiotics just flowing through the, the system, helping to create resistant bacteria 
perhaps in a you know in a swine barn somewhere that might come out and affect the rest of us. Uh, just last week, they've decided to start spraying antibiotics on citrus groves in Florida because they're fighting so many diseases. This is going to be great against those diseases for a while until resistant forms. So uh, what you and I can do is not demand antibiotics all the time. You know, if you've got, your doctor says you've got a viral disease, antibiotics won't help against that. A virus is not a, not a uh, antibiotic. Um, we can, if we are given antibiotics, make sure you take all of them. So what happens very often is you get antibiotic, you're sick, you go to the doctor, you say, yeah, here's some antibiotics. You take a few of them, you feel better. You say, awesome, I hate taking pills, I'm not going to take the rest. That is a great way to to produce uh, resistant bacteria. So if you've given a dose, a regimen of bacteria, take all of it even though you feel good. And uh, you know, we can support policies and politicians and laws that limit, try to limit uh, antibiotic use even if it might affect us. So the problem with antibiotics, it's just like climate change, is that the, the resistance is this unintended consequence of a thing that we want to do, that we like doing, that's, that's good for us, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, climate change, we, we like having electricity. We like driving our cars around. It's really good for us. The economy is good, but there's this unintended consequences. So we're destroying the planet. Well, we like having antibiotics, but the unintended consequences are creating these awful diseases. So it's very hard to cut back on it. So if, you're, if there are things that will happen and laws that might affect you. So, for example, if we outlaw the use of low-level antibiotics in agriculture, that would be a good thing, but almost certainly... Uh, our meat would become more expensive. And nobody wants their meat to be more expensive, so people will fight against it. But we have to realize that the unintended consequence might be worse than more expensive. So, so those are the sort of things we can do. So as you say, not much fun, but important. Yeah, definitely. Not much fun. Thanks for talking, Dave. You bet. You can learn more about the antibiotic resistance and the conference at ConcordMonitor.com. And you can see all the Granite Geek columns and related stories at GraniteGeek.org. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. And if you hear this in time, don't forget that the Granite Geeks Science Cafe Concord is returning tonight. Tonight, Wednesday night, 27th, 6 o'clock at Macris Lobster and Steakhouse. We'll be talking about genes, genealogy, and cold cases. What uh, this interesting field is doing to, to crime, solving crimes. The theme music is Little Smartphone People by The Spidekicks. <laughs>